0: Hello and welcome to the PHBC Pastors Podcast, where we seek to bring biblical and pastoral insight to everyday issues for the people of PHBC. I'm Brian. And I'm Brian. And we're back! Uh, PB, you had a good summer? Very good summer. Very Very nice. nice. Can can you you give me a summer highlight? A summer highlight. So, um,
1: probably our time in the mountains of western North Carolina, where we spend a week or two every summer, so that's always a highlight for us. Very nice. How
0: about you? Oh, too too many to count. Too many has a cheap answer. <laughs> no, so I got to see my grandfather, who lives in Maine. Um, didn't expect to have another opportunity to see him. So that is just a, a, a generous gift of God to have been able to see him, have him meet both my kids. So uh, uh, very very grateful for that. Um,
1: Amen.
0: But uh, we are now in mid-September. Summer is uh, quickly uh, fading away. Fall uh, approaches. Uh, and yet there's still this pandemic thing going on. Uh, COVID remains in the headlines and on everyone's lips. And so we figured, uh, let's take up this issue once again. Uh, we talked about it way back in the the early days, back in March. Um, and yet here we are now in September with it still going on. Um, so PB, we just want to kind of get us started? Thoughts on how things have progressed since March? Surprises, everything in, you know, according to the plan you expected to place. What are your thoughts on how the pandemic has progressed? Um,
1: Well, there's... I I guess we can approach that from a lot of different vantage points. Just strictly speaking from the pandemic, I, um, uh, I, I think we're making progress, it sounds, from... From, from the news and from, you know, the governor here in Maryland, you know, moving into stage three of our reopening plan or Maryland Strong Plan um, and different places, you know, schools starting. Some schools are getting ready to, even here in Maryland, some schools are getting ready to start in-person classrooms. Uh, here in Charles County, we're not quite there yet, but some are getting there and around the country, there are already places that are doing that so um, so from from that perspective, seems like we're making progress uh, politically um, it, it continues to be a political hot potato, and with one side of the aisle pointing the fingers at the other side of the aisle and just back and forth back and forth, which is uh, to be expected in an election year uh, to some degree, but it's also a bit disheartening that um, that uh, we see not only are major elected officials and those running for major office um, uh, behaving poorly,
0: uh, but we see that even among people who call themselves Christians behaving poorly. Well said. And so let me pick up on that that last part. Um, so as we were planning how to come back to the podcast, want to talk about a Christian response to COVID. So you've touched on a number of the aspects that it's affecting. I mean, it really is comprehensive. There's, there's, you know, we all own infinitely more masks than we did back in the spring. Um, it's just, uh, you've talked about parents and school children, you talked about po- politics, we could get into the sports component, just on and on it and goes. So, so from a Christian component, uh, how should should we respond? And So let me, uh, for those who might not remember, last time we talked about this, uh, Pastor Brian emphasized these things um, regarding the pandemic. So uh, recognizing that God remains sovereign um, that in the midst of this we ought to seek to love him and our neighbor well, those were kind of two of the main things that you brought to our minds, so same advice now, same, or any particular nuance or emphasis now that we're well into this I'm pretty sure God's still sovereign on that, so I don't need to nuance that anymore check, check. check, check that box God has not fallen <laughs> off the throne in the last six months here you go, so, so what about now that we've the novelty is worn off Life is starting to return back to some semblance of super, air quotes, normal. What does it look like for Christians to respond at this stage of the pandemic?
1: Well, it still looks um, and the like that we want to love our neighbors well. And so that means in some situations we're going to wear masks, um, even when we don't want to wear masks. Uh, We're going to wear masks not because Uh, you know, don't these, doesn't this mask highlight what I'm wearing, but we wear them because um, some people are still super concerned about it. Others are, you know, think it's not that big a deal at all, but we have people who uh, still don't come back to church um, or don't, not just don't come to church, we have some people who don't go anywhere really publicly uh, for fear of the pandemic um, and for fear of contracting COVID and which some would say well that's an irrational fear but others it's a very real fear and so we love our brothers uh, and sisters well and we love our neighbors well and we wear the mask uh when you know when it's appropriate and so and so we just we learn to die to self mm. so that we can uh represent Christ well
0: that is Very, a very good word, and I appreciate you bringing up that particular aspect of it. Um, And then to tie that to what we're doing here at PHBC so the elders are still in process. This is a moving, a changing thing. Um, And so the initial plan came out and there have been tweaks and Lord willing, there will be continued tweaks and changes. But throughout it all, the driving uh, force behind what decisions are made is, is love. Certainly first and foremost of God wanting to be obedient to him, but also of neighbor. And so there is not fear reigning the day. There is not us, you know this idea of control it is of love and so that is what is motivating our actions um here at phbc in particular certainly um um you want to talk about john MacArthur's church well,
1: i want to talk about john MacArthur. is he a pastor somewhere in the united states i think i think i've heard of him he served for quite a long time I believe, at His church Something like longer than I've been alive. He's been the pastor of that church. I believe so. Uh, yes, for, for those that are unfamiliar with what's happening at John MacArthur's church, um, uh, MacArthur's church um, took the, I think they're in What whatever county L.A. is in, they're in the same county, I think, and so in that geographic area, um, and they had some really restrictive views um, or uh, what what churches were allowed to do. And MacArthur and the elders at his church said, basically, you know, we're not doing that. We're going to start gathering together because Christ commands us to gather together. And so they did, and they have been gathering together. Um, and by the grace of God, there hasn't been a pandemic uh, breakout in their church. And I pray that that continues that way. Um, I, I don't, I would not agree with MacArthur that that, that was the only option. Mm. Um, that, that 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 was the option that was demanded by Christian obedience was to, you know, to say no to Caesar. There 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 were options uh, that were um, available for their church. They could have met outdoors, for example. I don't okay. believe that there was a, a a ban on outdoor gathering, and so they could have met outdoors. Um, and so now, I'm not in. I was I'm not in their elder discussions, I'm not even living in that county or in that side of the country. And so I don't know all of the things that went into the discussion. So I'm not I'm not saying they're wrong for making the decision that they made. Don't mm-hmm. hear me say that at all. There were other options though, and so uh my point is is you don't have to say, Well, if you're gonna be an obedient church, you need to do what MacArthur's church yeah. did. That's that would be a false uh conclusion to come away with. Um and um, I pray that the Lord would be glorified in the decision that they made. And I do pray that uh, that a pandemic won't break out in their church because if it does, ultimately, it's, it w- that will give Christianity a black eye. And they'll say, yeah. here you go. You think you're better than us. Mm-hmm. Christian. You Christians think you're better than us. And now there's this pandemic that's happening, uh, breaking out in the church. And so I, I pray that that won't happen in the church. Pray the Lord protects them and keeps them safe.
0: And... Um, yeah, no, uh, that's that's good and it's an encouragement to be discerning. So we, I've got a whole row of MacArthur books that I'm looking at on my shelf. I'm grateful for his ministry. grateful for his teaching, um, and yet just because it's John MacArthur doing something doesn't mean we just want to say, oh well, then it must be perfect. Want to be discerning in what we read and what is going on, and and seek to be biblical first and foremost. Um, so carrying that theme of discernment onto this next question. Um, I'm fascinated by these conspiracy theories that continue just to churn out related to COVID. At the at the beginning, you might recall that uh, oh well, the 5G towers that are going in—that's what's really causing all of this. All the way to well, the only reason Bill Gates wants to give you a vaccine is to put a microchip in you. Um, conspiracy theories obviously did not begin with COVID, nor will they end lord willing once this pandemic ends um but i think this is an interesting opportunity to bring up that question um i especially see it among christians uh so pastor brown do you just have any thoughts on conspiracy conspiracy theories why they are so uh tantalizing to even the christian in today's day
1: i think conspiracy theory should have i think christians should have nothing to do with conspiracy theories there you go um our trust is in a sovereign God um, and so let's pretend that Bill Gates is really behind this and he's like the puppet master and he's doing all of this crazy stuff God is still on his throne and so even if bill which he's not <laughs> but even if he were it doesn't it doesn't change the fact that where our trust is found we find our trust in Christ and we know that God is sovereign, and I don't need to fill my mind um, with conspiracy theories. I would say, if you spent, if the average Christian spent half as much time filling their mind with Scripture as they do with conspiracy theories, uh, we would be far better off uh, spiritually. You would be further along on your Christian walk. Um, I, I don't have any. I just, I have more important things in my life to do than to worry about conspiracy theories. Because my, in the end, even if the conspiracy theory is true, um, it doesn't trust it doesn't change who my trust is in, and so
0: mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna focus on on Christ, and I'm gonna try to grow my relationship with Christ. That, that's great, that's great. Um, so w- one other thing um, that I had for you, and then if if you have anything else you want to bring up. Um, so as of recording, we are nearing. Uh, The 200,000 death mark in the United States of America, by the time this goes out, we may well be past it. Um, This is from uh, Johns Hopkins, so this is not from a political organization. This is just a a school of medicine putting this information out. Uh, Earlier this month, we remembered the 19th anniversary of September 11th, um, where well under 10,000 people lost their life. Here we have now 200,000 how should we as christians think about the weight of that number of the reality of the significant loss of life in this pandemic
1: well um so yes a lot of people have lost their life um the cdc also says that So the pandemic is the primary cause, so the COVID-19 is the primary cause of death in just a small fraction of that 200,000. It was a secondary cause in the rest. Uh, But to to get to more your question is, um, we recognize that um, our life here is fleeting, and we don't know how many days we have left. you know I could walk out the door of this church and get hit by a car and, and killed before we reached two hundred thousand uh, deaths from covid and so so we we live our lives as if this day might be our last and we share Christ with others we recognize it might be their last and we're all going to ultimately stand before our maker one day and give an account of our lives and so whether we die of covid or whether we uh, die of uh, some other means uh, death is certain Um, and so I think it was Patton uh, not George Patton uh, John Patton I think his name is a missionary where he talked about uh, uh, whether he's um, he was accused of getting you're going to be eaten by cannibals by going to that island to to be a missionary to them and Mm -hmm. and he made made the comment you know makes no difference you know whether he's eaten by cannibals or or not it's you know or eaten by worms or eaten by worms that's right so it's it makes no difference and so eternity is real mm-hmm. and um and we need to prepare people for it to prepare ourselves and prepare others for eternity so whether you die of covid or die some other way uh eternity is is just around the corner
0: we certainly in this country do not do a good job of handling suffering well um Many of our efforts culturally are just to push down the feelings, watch that extra YouTube or Netflix show, eat the extra pine ice cream, go for a walk, clear your head, just very superficial responses, um, whereas Scripture certainly calls us to, as you said, live in light of eternity, recognize that our days are numbered, um, and seek to live in faithfulness to Christ until he should call us home Um to that end, we are in the middle of a series on Lamentations, a short book of the Bible, but a deep and significant one. So if, if you would like to uh, think through how to be better equipped to deal with suffering, I encourage you to join us on Sundays at 1030, um, where you can hear from the word there. Pastor Brian, any other thoughts on this uh, COVID update? Nope. All right. Well, thank you for taking time to join us. We appreciate it. Um, as we pick up the podcast again, we'd love to hear from you. If you have any thoughts, ideas, topics, throw them our way and we'd be happy to, to work through them. Thank you again. This has been the PHBC Pastors Podcast.